Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up on the move, Henri expected to strengthen into a hurricane and take aim at the Northeast. This morning, millions bracing for impact as residents are still picking up the pieces from Fred. All of a sudden, it got windy and windier, and we thought, ah, this isn't good. Dylan has your full forecast. Then flight or fight with a surge in unruly airline passengers will take you inside the self-defense training course for flight attendants. The world's gone a little crazy. I want to be able to protect myself. How crews are learning to protect everyone on board. Plus, on her mark, our exclusive conversation with Shakari Richardson as she heads back to the track after being suspended from the Tokyo Games. At the end of the day, I did make a mistake, but that doesn't take away from my talent. That doesn't take away from who I am. Just ahead, what she says she's learned and her new message to fans. And triple threat, we'll catch up with Emmy, Tony, and Grammy winner Cynthia Erivo ahead of the release of her debut album. Today, Friday, August 20th, 2021. Good morning. My name is Molly. I just moved to the Big Apple and I cannot wait to start my day with the Today Show. Cheers. Hi, Today Show. We're soaking in the end of summer in LBI, New Jersey. Happy Friday. <laughs> wow, we got a great crowd out in the virtual world and right on our plaza too. It's Friday morning. It's feeling good. We're really glad to have you starting with us. I'm doing the work from home thing. Hoda and Tom are there. Craig's got the morning off, but it'll be back next week. Yeah. Uh, happy Friday, everybody. We want to tell you about something we have for you next week. We've got a special two-part investigation into the growing problems, the high-tech ways that scammers are using social media and text messages to target your money. Vicki Wynn's going to show you what to look out for and how to get your money back if you happen to become a victim. All right, well, let's get to your news at 8 o'clock on this Friday. And Tropical Storm Henri is growing stronger as it heads toward New England. Other parts of the East Coast are recovering from the deadly remnants of Tropical Storm Fred. Dylan's got the latest on what looks to be a pretty challenging weather weekend. Dylan, good morning. Good morning, Savannah. It certainly does, especially as Tropical Storm Henri develops into a, a potential hurricane. We do have hurricane watches in effect for Long Island. The uh, southern coast of Connecticut into Rhode Island, also into southeastern Massachusetts. Again, the first time a hurricane watch has been issued since Hurricane Irene in 2011. So here it is. It's a tropical storm still with winds up to 65 miles per hour, but it is running into some very warm water. Water temperatures in the Atlantic are about 80 to 85 degrees. That is perfect fuel for a tropical system. Now, as it uh, likely strengthens to a Category 1 storm on Saturday, it'll maintain that strength into Sunday. Then right in through here, the temperature of the water drops down to about 70 to 75 degrees. 
degrees. That could be just enough time to weaken it a bit so it's not as strong as it makes its way onshore somewhere across southern New England. But look at the track. It could still go to the west or the east, although the trend has been a little farther to the west. So we'll likely see those very gusty winds. We'll see that storm surge, especially in Long Island, of about two to four feet, three to five foot storm surge possible across southeastern Massachusetts as that push of water makes its way onshore. We also have the potential for river flooding, urban flooding, street flooding because of about two to five inches of rain locally, up to eight inches of rain possible. So this is something we will be watching very closely all weekend. Savannah. All right, got your work cut out for you. Dylan, thank you very much. All right, well, we've been reporting for months about the dramatic surge in bad, even dangerous behavior aboard passenger flights this year. It's gotten so bad, listen to this, air marshals are now offering self-defense courses to flight attendants, and the classes are full. NBC's Tom Costello was at one of them in Chicago yesterday. He's at O'Hare this morning for us, and Tom, they're not messing around here. No, they're not messing around. The flight attendants are taking this very seriously. 85% say that they have witnessed or experienced unruly behavior just this year. Some of them have been injured, and now they're learning to fight back. It's gotten so bad on the nation's skies, it's come to this. Flight attendants volunteering for an 8 a.m. self-defense course. So from here, I can straight. I promise you that's going to hurt. The trainers, air marshals, who are not always on board a flight, teaching flight crews to target an attacker's face, chest, and growing. As the FAA now reports a stunning 3,900 cases of unruly, sometimes dangerous behavior on board passenger planes just this year. Passengers often drunk or angry about the now extended mask mandate, attacking and injuring crew members, and facing fines of up to $45,000 each, totaling a million dollars already this year. This is pervasive. This is really an epidemic at this point and something that we have to take very seriously and use every single tool to tamp it down. D.C.-based flight attendant Linda Bumstead came for the training. You know, most people who sign up to be flight attendants don't sign up to go to the police academy, right? It's, is, it, is it? Are you surprised that you're in this situation? Uh, well, I mean, the world's gone a little crazy, so I'm not absolutely surprised, but like I said, I, I want to be able to protect myself. The course, taught since 9-11, but suspended during the pandemic, now in high demand. Air Marshal in charge Ron Pfeiffer helps teach the class. What if you've got a, a passenger who literally is coming at you? Certainly we teach block techniques, very simple block techniques to protect face and vital organs of the uh, body. So hands in self-defense just as this, step, pivot, bring it back, turn, making sure you bring their hands back into your face. Protecting themselves at 30,000 feet. Yeah, the TSA is offering this training to any flight attendant who wants it free of charge. Uh, they are coming on their own time and on their own dime. The union wants airlines to send any flight attendant who wants to attend to send them to this training. But right now, the union says most airlines are not buying that. Flight attendants are coming on their own. The good news is this training is being offered in cities nationwide. If you're a flight attendant, you can go on, go on to the TSA website and look for where you can get this kind of training. Tom, back to you. Tom, we, we can't stop talking about the story. It mm -hmm. is so unbelievable. I know you've covered aviation for years, but this story really, it, it's shocking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I got to tell you, you know, the flight attendants are also saying they need passenger help. 
and they are getting it, right? If they experience an unruly passenger, a dangerous passenger, they're asking other passengers, please help them. And passengers since 9-11 are pretty much jumping in and doing just that. It's a new era of travel. All right, Tom, Tom Costello for this morning. Thank you. All right. We've got a heartwarming update on a story we brought you yesterday about Americans awaiting loved ones from Afghanistan. So a Florida couple's adoption of a 10-year-old Afghan boy was in limbo amid all that chaos. But now the boy, his name was Noman, a distant cousin of his adoptive father, could soon be sleeping in his new bedroom right here in the U.S. The adoption agency says he was on one of those emergency mm -hmm. flights out of Kabul airport yesterday. Uh, we needed one happy ending. Yeah. And I think we just got one. Maybe the best oh story of the gosh. week. Yep. Yeah, that definitely, that's a boost, Hoda, and I know you've got a bonus one for us today. I do. I have one that will, I think, make you smile. So two fourth-grade teachers in Atlanta wanted their kids to start the school year with a positive note. So once a week, this is what they did. They lined the kids up in front of a big mirror, and the kids took turn, turns building up their self-confidence. Take a look. Go. I am smart. That part. <laughs> Go. I am a good person. Oh. Love it. I am awesome. Louder. I am. Yes, louder. I am a good sports player. Good sports player. Oh, come yeah. on. Let's hear from Miss Acker and Miss Broadway. Uh, they say those affirmations remind each student that no matter how hard life gets, somebody believes in you, but you also have to believe in yourself. Love that. Ah. Uh. We all need a mirror like that yeah. sometimes. That's pretty cool. Coming up next, Tom, really looking forward to your conversation with Shakari Richardson. She, of course, is the track star who missed out on the Tokyo Olympics. Yeah, that's right. What she's saying now about her suspension and what it's taught her, plus Shakari's message to fans as she gets back to step back on the track this weekend. But first, these messages. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed 
We're back with the track sensation who made a lot of headlines in the lead up to the Olympics, Sha'Carri Richardson. Yeah, she returns to racing tomorrow. And get this, she's going up against the 100-meter medal winner she almost faced in Tokyo. And Tom, you had the chance to speak with Sha'Carri exclusively. Yeah, that's right, Hoda. She's the fastest woman in America who couldn't run in Tokyo. Sha'Carri Richardson took the track by storm at this year's Olympic trials, winning the 100-meter race in spectacular fashion. But after testing positive for THC, she, she was suspended and left off Team USA. Now she's back on the scene and ready to compete. First question, how, how are you feeling? I am feeling excited. I'm feeling overjoyed to getting back to doing what it is that I love to do. Shakari Richardson says she's back and ready to run. Set to hit the same track where her dreams came true and where they just as quickly slipped away. How was it to watch the Tokyo Games? It was a moment of bitterness, but at the same time, it was sweet because it just gives me more. It gives me more time. It gives me more to show the world that I'm here to stay. And it just guarantees that I'm going to be here just a little bit longer <laughs> in the game. But definitely watching it made me want to push forward and just grow from that. Just weeks after triumphantly winning the 100 meters and punching her ticket to Tokyo, Shikari failed a drug test, testing positive for THC, violating anti-doping rules. The 21-year-old telling Savannah she used marijuana after the sudden loss of her biological mother days before trials. Right now, I'm just putting all of my time and energy into dealing with what I need to deal with to heal myself. Don't judge me because I am human. I'm, I'm you. I just happen to run a little faster. You took responsibility. Why? I know what I did, I know I'm responsible, and I'm here to, to take what it is that I have to take um, from the choices that I decided to make. You can't run from reality, it's still gonna be there, no matter how long you choose to ignore it, no matter how long you choose to think it's not gonna, uh, think it's gonna go away. There's been a discussion now about the use of marijuana and, and, and rules and laws that may or may not change. Will that impact in any way anything for you going forward? No, not at all. Um, if those do rules do change, honestly, I'll, I'm just blessed that and proud of the fact that I could do that for other athletes. And now Shakari says she's taking steps to better her mental health, joining a growing chorus of elite athletes who are reminding their fans we're human too. I'm doing a whole lot better and I'm actually proud to just continue on this journey. We want to perform for you guys and we want to put on the best performance for you guys, but at the same time, we're here just like you are. When we, when we step off the track, when we step off the football field, when we step off the court, we go do, we go live life just like you do. It's just for a certain amount of time, we just look like superheroes. She is 100% Shakari Richardson. Tomorrow, all eyes will be back on Shakari at the Prefontaine Classic in Oregon, where she'll face off against the trio of Jamaican women who swept the 100 meters in Tokyo, including a first-time matchup with the two-time 100-meter gold medalist Elaine Thompson-Hara. With this first race coming back, it's a thank you because at the end of the day, I didn't make a mistake, but that doesn't take away from my talent. That doesn't take away from who I am. So true, and she is so honest and brave. Shakari will also run in the women's 200 meters alongside Allison Felix and Gabby Thomas from Team USA. And you can watch the Prefontaine Classic tomorrow here on NBC and streaming on Peacock. Coverage begins at 4 p.m. Eastern. Guys, this is the race we didn't get to see yes, in Tokyo. It's like, so it's going to yeah. be so much fun to watch tomorrow. Tokyo 2.0. For those of us...
Yeah, Olympics withdrawal. No, we'll watch that. It's going to be good. All right, we've got 16 minutes past the hour. Time for a check of the weather. Hey, Dylan. Hey, good morning again, everybody. And we've got a lot going on this weekend. Watching Henri as it uh, continues to strengthen over the Atlantic. In the meantime, we have heavy rain to start off the day through the mid-Atlantic. Severe storms also possible across the northern plains up through uh, north and south Dakota. And still, we are continuing with that fire risk with the dry conditions out west. Then going into Saturday, we are going to uh, most likely see uh, that hurricane uh, continue to approach New England, especially uh, the eastern part of Long Island and up across southeastern Massachusetts, where we could see the flooding uh, associated with that. So that is something we will keep a close eye on. And that's your latest forecast. All right, Dylan, put on your pop start yeah. hat. It's double duty for you today. Let's go. Switching gears here, and we have a lot of music to get to in pop start. So let's start with Keith Urban. The country singer dropped a new single this week. It's titled Wild Hearts. The track about chasing dreams is co-written by Keith, along with Old Dominion's Brad Tercy, Jennifer Wayne, and Eric Pasley. Uh, also, his next stop, back to Vegas to resume his residency there, so you can see him live. Mm -hmm. Next up, Ed Sheeran. It's been a while. The Grammy winner of officially announced his next album. It's titled Equals, and the new project is set to be released in October. And to get fans ready for it, Sheeran's already dropped the first track off the album, along with a special performance. The song is called Visiting Hours and is a tribute to Ed's late friend and mentor, Michael Godinsky. Okay, Dylan, he sang that song live at the memorial, and I remember it because he couldn't get through it. That is yeah. one of the most beautiful songs and a great tribute to his friend. And the notes he hits. Yeah. Oh. classic Ed Sheeran. Oh, uh, Equals is out October 29th, so just a little bit longer wait. And if you don't want to wait that long, Ed will perform live from the 2021 NFL kickoff on September 9th right here on NBC. Next up, Ryan Reynolds, the actor who stars in the new action comedy Free Guy, hopped on social media this week to thank his many celebrity friends who made cameos in the film. There's John Krasinski, Hugh Jackman, Chris Evans. Reynolds writing, this movie is about friendship, and friendship is, at its simplest, just showing up. Here's to all the incredible pals who showed up for this film. Well, that's nice, right? Well, seeing uh, this note, there was one friend who <laughs> felt that maybe he would have shown up had he gotten the call. Chris Hemsworth, who did not appear in the film, commenting, no worries, mate, least I could do, BFFs. To which Reynolds replied, Chris Evans said you weren't camera ready, whatever that is. <laughs> I hear it's already been picked up for a sequel, so maybe Chris Is he the funniest person, Ryan Reynolds? I love want to be it. Friends and with and that the guy. banter and to get to like sit in on the banter, I love it. Well, Free Guy <laughs> is out in theaters, only in theaters right now. Next up, Stand Up to Cancer. The televised fundraising special for cancer research is back this Saturday. It's hosted by Anthony Anderson, Ken Jong, with his wife, Tran Ho, and Sofia Vergara. The program is set to feature appearances by some of the biggest names in entertainment, including our very own Craig Melvin. Aww. And it was just announced that late actor Chadwick Boseman will be honored during the show with a special tribute by his wife, Simone. Boseman, who lost his battle with colon cancer last year at only 43 years old, is remembered for iconic roles in films such as The Black Panther and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cause of cancer mm. death among men and women combined in the United States. So to learn how you can help, tune in to Stand Up to Cancer tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on NBC. Mm -hmm. And finally, Sean Penn, our buddy Willie Guy, sat down with the Oscar-winning actor to talk about his latest film. It's called Flag Day. For the first time in his career, Penn both stars and directs the film about notorious counterfeiter John Vogel. And making this project even more special, Sean's daughter in the film is played by his oh. real-life daughter, Dylan. 
when the idea came across your desk, direct this film based on a true story, but also direct your daughter, mm -hmm. what was your first reaction? I had been sent the script and I got to about page 30 and that's when my daughter's face got imprinted on that character in a way that occasionally had happened with other actors, but not to the point where it could now only be that face for me. Dylan was not obviously an experienced actor at that point. What was it that told you she can do this? But it wasn't until the first day of shooting, the first scene we shot together, when she just nailed the and a long scene. And I remember uh, immediately being thrilled, admiring, moved, but mostly relieved. <laughs> what a guy to impress, Sean Penn, yeah. her dad. I just love that her name's Dylan. There are so few female Dylans out there. Uh, this is the first time Sean has ever directed one of his children, so that's really cool. Flag Day is in theaters today, and to catch Sean and Willie's full conversation, tune in this weekend to Sunday Today. All right, Dylan, thank you. Uh, straight ahead, Grammy, Tony, and Emmy winner Cynthia Erivo. She's here to tell us about her debut album. We'll be right back after this. Come on, y'all. It is Friday. Look at our cool crowd we got outside. We want to say good morning to each and every smiling face. It is a Friday morning, the 20th day of August. Y'all look good outside. Yes, oh, do. yeah, I see you. We see you. We see you. Big we just want to look at LSU represented. Yeah, Tigers. We just go hoot at. That's yeah. what we do when we, when we look around anywhere from Louisiana. So we want to say thank you to every single person who came out this morning. We're proud of you. Thanks for coming out. Uh, coming up, who needs a sugar rush? Not this crowd. We are heading to <laughs> London to find out why the hottest thing across the pond, get this, is American candy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, then, guys, we cannot wait to chat with award-winning singer and actress Cynthia Erivo. She is a powerhouse. She's got her upcoming debut album. And you know it's going to be good because, you know, the last time she was here on the Today Show singing, she won an Emmy for her performance <laughs> on The Color Purple. So lucky us. So we're going to talk to Cynthia in just a bit. Incredible. Then uh, coming up in the third hour, we are at home today with Jill Martin. She's lined up products to make your life easier, from tech for the whole family to game-changing help with your cleaning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we want to mention that one week from today, we'll be outside on the plaza for a live concert from reggaeton star Jay Balvin. I like how you said that. We got to do it right. We got to do it right. He's repping Colombia and so many others. We're going to be looking forward to that. I can't tell you. I am a big fan. And, um, you can tell. Got some great this songs, is the most so. excited I see you. When yeah, you no, I was I was out there for Coldplay in the, in the crowd. I like, it was like You know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of people want to know how to get there. So you can go online, get request a fan pass at today.com. All right, Miss Dreyer, you got a check of the weather? Yes, busy, busy weekend ahead of us. And we are going to keep an eye on a Tropical Storm Henri, likely to become a hurricane tomorrow as it approaches the Northeast and New England. It could be the first hurricane to hit New England in about 30 years, so this is uh, certainly worth watching. It is sunny and nice on Saturday right through the middle of the country, one of the only spots that'll see really good weather. It is going to be hot and humid down south and still hot and dry out west with some of those thunderstorms, dry thunderstorms possible across Idaho. Severe storms still likely through the northern plains on Sunday. We are looking at potential for coastal flooding, wind, rain. It's all coming with this hurricane. Uh, Saturday into Sunday for the Northeast and eventually on up into New England. So it is going to be a mess this weekend. And that's your latest forecast, Savannah.
All right, Dylan, thank you so much. And coming up next, a sweet treat live from London. Why folks in Britain are suddenly going wild for American candy. But first, on a Friday morning, this is Today on NBC. And we're back at 835 with a surprising trend that's taking over the streets of London. It's a sweet one. This storm, summer stores are filling up with sweets that will look very familiar to any American. NBC's Molly Hunter in London to explain that one. Hi, Molly. Hey guys, good morning. So kids here tell me that YouTube and TikTok are driving this obsession with American candy. Well, savvy business owners are paying attention. We took one for the team. Hit the street for some answers. Take a look. There's a sweet American invasion, a sugar rush taking London by storm. American candy, the stuff we all grew up with, is having a moment. In less than one city square mile, there are nine mega candy stores, including the creatively named American Candy World, American Candy, American Candy Land, and Kingdom of Sweets, which claims to be the first. And on one of London's busiest shopping streets, there are so many candy shops like this popping up. This one is even pumping the scent of bubblegum out into the street to entice customers to get inside. According to the experts, like eight-year-old Chelsea Ann, the American offerings are bigger and brighter. I like this candy more than British candy because it has more flavor and it boosts my energy more. Yeah. That's code for more sugar. And to be honest, British candy is starting to look a bit boring in comparison to this. It's like Halloween almost, but what I'm really looking for at the Almond Joys, they were my favorite, favorite candy. 20 years ago, have not been able to find them in the UK. And here they are. And there's also this borrowed nostalgia at play, the cult American classics making a comeback, all thanks to social media. Why is American candy more attractive to these guys? Like, what is it about it? YouTube. <laughs> Challenges on TikTok and YouTube fueling this gooey, chewy trend. And it's not just central London getting the sugar coating. It's small stores like Faisal Rabat's Hollywood Candy nestled in the impossibly hip East London neighborhood of Stoke Newington. Welcome to Hollywood Candy. How do people react when they come in and they see Mike oh. and Ike, they see Junior Men? Yeah, just the way you reacted when you walked in. <laughs> <laughs> they just can't believe that you have it Of course, here. yeah. Says customers drive for hours to get the latest YouTube craze, and lockdown was a boon for sales. People were at home, you know, they needed something to eat, you know, <laughs> and we were the spot for it. I'm confused because this country has a mm. lot of junk food. Of this country does a lot of sugary stuff. Yeah. What is it about American candy, you think, that's really kind of gotten people excited? I think when it comes to sugar, I think American products has more sugar. <laughs> yeah. Of course. The day we were there, some very happy customers. Mike Knight. Mike Knight. Why is it better? Because it always tastes more like lively. And I think lively might also be slang for a lot more made in America sugar. Okay guys, so that panel of experts, a lot of the kid customers that we spoke with say Tootsie Rolls are a real favorite. 
and then apparently nerds, and even though there are nerds over here in this country, the flavors made in America are totally nuts. And then I tried to get some kids excited about Almond Joys. This one's put in my pocket since the shoot. No one was into it. They didn't like it. They thought it was boring. Real shocker there, Molly. You had all that candy to choose from. There were whatchamacallits, Reese's, M&M's. You're going for Almond Joy? I'm in shock. She and Dylan, man. I love it. I love it. I'd kill for an Almond Joy right now. Amazing. I, I guess you feel like a nut. All right, yeah. Molly, thank you. All right, coming up next, guys, the super talented Cynthia Erivo. She's getting ready to release her debut album. But first, this is today on NBC. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Okay, our next guest is the true definition of a triple threat, Cynthia Erivo. She's got a Grammy, she's got a Tony, she took home an Emmy in 2017 for a performance she did right here off the music of the color purple on Today. We never forgot that day. Well, now Cynthia is gearing up for the release of her debut album. It's called Chapter One, Verse One, and she's here to tell us all about it. Cynthia, what a pleasure it is to see you. We were teasing you to all the local affiliates around the country and they were all like, oh, that voice, she's different from everybody else. So how does it feel putting out a debut album? It's kind of like giving birth, I guess I would imagine. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a huge dream come true. I mean, it's taken a long time to get to this point. Um, all the songs uh, are on my own. They're like my kids. I wrote them um, with some amazing people. And I, I'm so excited to be able to share uh, the journey, the stories, the music. Uh, and I hope people enjoy it. It's been uh, a ride for me, and I'm, I'm really pleased with it. I yeah. mean, I thought I misread debut album. Because I, I, yeah. I no, feel no, like no. we know all of your music. Why did you feel that now was the time to release an album? I know. I, I think this was this was the first time I was given the, a real chance to create it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I've, this, it's been a dream for a very long time to, to get an album done, but there has... The, the opportunity just never really presented itself. I've been writing for a long time, but to create something that was for me, by me, uh, I needed a chance, and, and this was it, yeah. Can I tell you, one of the days we'll never forget around here, and I remember it like it was yesterday, it was when yeah. you were standing right here, like five feet away from me, <laughs> and you sang the title song off The Color Purple with an incredible yeah. cast. That was Goodness. beautiful. You won an Emmy on that on, for that performance, yeah. and we won't forget that. But selecting songs for this album, I mean, your bar yeah. is so high. How were you <laughs> able to pick the ones you wanted on this album? I, I used, I, you know, my heart, uh, and and I I tried to tell the stories that meant the most to me for this first album because I felt like it it's a real introduction to who I am and my life and the things I've experienced and the people I've experienced. So I wanted to be as truthful to that as I possibly could. So that's what I used. I tried to work from my heart first. Wow. Um, well, because that's what it's about. What a yeah. perfect barometer for choosing what's right for you. You know what? We, I was just thinking we love hearing you sing, but we love you on Broadway. Any chance you might be heading back that way anytime soon? 
if if something comes up, then I will absolutely be there. Uh, I love being on Broadway. I love being on stage. I love performing live. So, it, you know, I was spoiled with The Colour Purple because it was such um, a beautiful story with such meat to get into. So if something comes along with just the same amount of, like, oomph, mm -hmm. I'm right there. Yeah. I heard yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cynthia, you are a marvel. Thank mm -hmm. you so much Thank for gracing us once again. Mm -hmm. And congrats on this debut album. It's out on September 17th. Much. And so you can check it out. And don't forget, today is also a podcast. You can take us anywhere you go. All you need to do is subscribe and listen to us wherever you get your podcast. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye-bye. Yeah. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com.